As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, let me crack my beer open and say to you, welcome to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'm a dumb dad. And my name is Evan, and I'm a dumb dad. The musical episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Guys, this week we are so excited to promote Mom Splaining with Kristen Bell because we got to be on it. Honestly, it was such a fun and cool experience to sit down with the Kristen Bell. You guys know Anna from Frozen. You've heard all her songs. Your kids have played it over and over again. Maybe mostly Elsa's, but Anna's gotten in there a few times. Point is, we were on her show. Uh, if you have never heard of Mom Splaining, Kristen Bell, golf club destroyer and creator of Two Tiny Humans, reveals how hilariously hard motherhood can be, offering moms everywhere a fun and lighthearted escape and a few tips on the perils of parenting. Please check it out, guys. There's links to it in our show notes. We'll have a link up probably forever <laughs> on our social media accounts. But you can also go to ellen.tv backslash moms six that's e-l-l-e-n dot tv backslash m-o-m-s six check it out and start singing now nope oh just cheers shoot Uh, the music turned off we're just gonna have to talk it out now talk it out cheers dummy cheers dummy here's what we're drinking today we're drinking Mama's Little Yellow Pills from Oscar Blues Brewery. It's a bohemian pilsner. Uh, I like Oscar Blues. They're famous for Dale's Pale Ale. In case anybody doesn't know it, I'm sure you've heard oh. of Dale's Pale Ale. I love Dale. Dale's Dale, Pale Ale. Dale's the Pale's Ale. Ales. It is a Colorado brewery. Colorado Brewing Company? No, no, no. It's 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 a brewery in Colorado. Oh, okay. Oscar okay. Blues is the... Is the brewery. Is the brewery. Well, I and don't want to mess that up. Their beers are good. If you see a variety pack, Oscar, go for it because they're all good. The Pilsner's good. Pale Ale's good. It's good. Did we cheers? What I just said. We're going to do it again. Okay, we're, we're already, I just said that. Uh, it's good. Thank you very much for uh, supplying these, Kev, and uh, thank you to Oscar uh, for making them so that we can drink them. How about that? Um, hey, pal. How are you? I'm good. It's been. A, it feels like it's been a minute. Does it not? I don't know for what. It, you left. I left. You yeah. left the country, county. Evan went. Evan went to Vegas. Um, I did. And I just want everybody to know I parented uh, the whole time. 
And Evan, guess what he didn't do? He didn't parent. Um, uh, nope, that's not true. I parented by the wayside. I left all my rules and regulations. Listen, everybody deserves a break. I just <laughs> want to remind everyone that Evan's wife works a full-time job, and that <laughs> Evan had to go on a vacation. Oh, man, it's tighter under here this under this bus than I thought it would be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will, Yeah, I, I did. I went to Vegas for a couple of days. It's been a tradition with a, uh, some friends of mine for like 13 years, 12 years, I think we've done it. I don't know. Uh, we didn't do it last year. Never yeah, yeah, you're not. A, yeah, no, you're. Yeah, and you so will continue to not be look with at that me. attitude. Don't look at me with the numbers. Oh, what's, how long have we been going? Don't know. A couple of my buddies asked me, like, is it weird that I feel like weird seeing your face and not Kevin's face? Because I see you guys together. I, every time I see your face, like the next face I see is Kevin. So I feel like he should be popping out behind you any second. Um, which is fun because you've never met a bunch of those guys. Whatever, Most you, of them. Yeah, you'd you'd uh, you'd fit in really easily. Um, you know, it's just a bunch of guys making fun of each other for sure. two days, so you'd fit right in. Um, but yeah, I did go away for a couple of days. It's been a tradition for a long time. We didn't do it last year, obviously, not being able to go anywhere. And this year was touch and go for so long until I mean the the flight and hotel have been paid for for like two years. We just keep pushing it and pushing it. We thought we're just gonna try it. We're gonna go for it. It was nice to see some close friends of mine that I haven't seen in a couple of years. You know how it's been. Yeah. Uh, but, boy, let me tell you, it was harder than I thought leaving the kiddos. I mean, it's gone for like two and a half days, right? Not that long. Sure. But certainly longer than I've almost ever been away from them To as as two little kids. Oh, sure. Yeah, with the and COVID and especially everything. Especially with COVID and the pandemic and everything. Yeah. And so... Went with a, uh, a buddy of mine that lives close, and everybody else kind of lives out of state, so we, we meet up in Vegas. But a buddy of mine drove over to our house, and my wife my, and our two kids drove us to the airport, and I was crammed in the back between the two car seats. Mm -hmm. and as, as you deserve. As I deserve. Look at and their faces before you yeah, leave yeah. them. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I really didn't anticipate that as much. I thought, yeah, I'm going to miss them, you know. It'll be, it'll be a good release, you know, just to... Get away for a couple of days, see some people I haven't seen in a long sure. time, and it That's just kind of—it's kind of felt like a mental break that I'm sure a lot of people have desired over the last couple of years. But what I didn't really prepare for was getting to the airport, and then my son, like my son's, like holding my arm and like resting his head on my shoulder the whole time. He's yeah. really gonna miss me. He understood, like I'm gonna go away for a couple of days, um, and so I felt bad about that. You know, I just kind of was—I just—I guess I just didn't really anticipate the reverse effect of that of like how much I'm gonna miss them i just th i'm i was honestly just a little bit concerned like i gotta make sure i'm safe and i'm you know following all the protocols even though i'm gonna yeah. potentially be around people and so i was probably halfway excited and nervous at the same time to be totally honest i kind of felt like when i'm around my friends again if we're just in the hotel room it'll probably be okay i'll feel comfortable and i'll just miss them and they'll be good yeah but a little bit nervous how much going for it how much of the car ride with your son holding your arm was him? Now, in the moment, <laughs> not great. He probably felt bad. He's holding on to yeah. you. He's sad you're leaving. Yeah. That moment's gone. That was like uh, almost a week ago. Now that we're uh, outside of how much do you think he was dairy farming? Uh, how much was he milking it? I, I say this. I, I say this. I say this knowing mm -hmm. all kids like have an emotional choice that they genuinely feel and i think if they get once they get a reaction from you whether good or bad whether they like you're mad at them because they're being stubborn then they get more stubborn if they like you being happy they get more happy yeah i mean I, we'll give a little bit of an update on my son how he's been emotionally lately sure we'll say this i told him i know like my, my daughter before. does that is my point i is see what you mean yeah she'll she'll, she'll see that and go oh this is getting a reaction yeah oh 
I, okay. I, I can push um, the button further I'm down. I'm gonna miss you so <laughs> much. I think I'll no, get a tattoo. I don't, I don't think he was doing it um, to to like force the issue towards me. I, and I say that because the day before I told him I was like, "Hey, just so you know, I don't know if you, I don't know if you're aware of this. I, we might have told you, but, but tomorrow I'm gonna go away for a couple of days. I'm gonna go spend some time with some friends of mine. And I'll be mm-hmm. back in a couple of days." And like he didn't handle that well, even in the car right away or home from school, because he just realized like. So you're not going to be here this weekend? Like it just hit him all at once. Yeah. And he kind of teared up then. It was just not really about it then. But I was like, I reminded him, you're going to be here with mommy. You know, you're going to get to see Kevin and their kids. They were coming over here to hang out. And, and so I was like, you know, before you know it, it'll be over. But he was just like, but you're going to be gone. Like he really felt that. And so I really mm. f- feel on the way there, he was just holding on to the last few moments he had before I was going to go away for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And so I felt bad for that. And so, and my daughter, who's three, was whatever. She didn't really know. I think I told her, you know, I was like, we're going to go to the wait. airport. She I got to go. Not wait. Get and on man. that plane. Is it a one way? Please tell me it's a one way. Yeah. Dad. Let me tell you something. Good Lord. We got to the airport, and my son is just feeling it and feeling it. And the closer we got, the whole sk- tighter he's squeezing me. And so I felt bad. And then all of a sudden, it was like it dawned on my daughter that I was leaving the car and like no one else was going. And she's just going, I want to go with daddy. I want to go with daddy. I want to go with you. And like just the heavy tears coming down her face. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this trip away didn't feel so great. Yeah, you know, you're in the back like, seat too, getting your sleeves wet. Man. And uh, probably beneficial to me that one of my buddies was going, was flying with me. We were on the same flight. I mean, I'm just like tearing up the whole way into the airport. I keep turning around and looking, just maybe yeah. one last wave, one last little wave. And. I'm just tearing up all the way to ticketing our bags, and here I am, just like before you go to Las <laughs> Vegas with a bunch of men. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it couldn't be more the uh, the opposite of what you would maybe typically think how a guy would feel like leaving his family, getting to es- escape for a couple of days. But that's really not what it's like when we go. We first started going for March Madness and betting on the basketball games. Now you go for the strippers. Now we go for the strippers, and let me tell you. This not great with the masks, but no, um, we go. F- so we switched it up and started going for football because they started Vegas figured out, oh, everyone wants to go to Vegas and bet on basketball. And so they started charging you to even watch the games after you put after you put money on the games. They're like, great. We have this great amphitheater. We're showing all the screens on like eight basketball games at once. Sure. It's, it's 50 bucks to watch them. And you're like, I just spent more than $50 betting on the games. And now I'm. So we we pivoted to football, which has been fun. There's really nothing like the opening weekend of the March Madness tournament where you have like a hundred games in two days. Right. But but, um, but really, that's what we go for. We go and like spend all day watching games, and by that time you're tired, and we're all dads. And so, even this year now they have NFL games in London. So half of us, because we're dads, we're like, well, Sunday morning. Typically on the West Coast, the first round of games is on at 10 a.m. Right. Well, on the West Coast, the first round of game, the first game was on at like 6:30 in the morning. But half of us are dads, and we're all about going to watch football and bet on football and sure. have a fun time doing that. So half of us were like, "Oh yeah, I'll be up." <laughs> so you guys got up at 6:30 to watch. Oh yeah, football. we got up at 6:30, went and got our coffee, and met down at the sports book, which was sparse to sure. say the least. And we were all there with our coffee, watching the first game at 6:30, and it was a great time. <laughs> we're we're not the stereotypical guys or dads you think yeah. in, in uh, Vegas. We're like all about 
getting to bet on the games and have fun watching and rooting for your team. And it, it's it's such a fun sporting interest to bet on a game that you would never otherwise watch. Right. Two teams that you don't care about. Next thing you know, whether you got ten bucks, it matters. Or it matters. You, it matters, right? Yeah. So, but it was fun. It was fun to escape for a couple of days. Once I was there and able to relax a little bit, knowing that everyone was being safe, and we just kind of stayed in our own little pod mm. for the most part. It was fun, but. Man, it was tough. It was it was much harder than I thought leaving the kids. Even though, even as an adult, knowing I could use this mental break and just be with some friends, it, still, I mean, it was really hard. And I yeah. think it's just probably because the pod and tightness we've shared over the last couple of years. Yeah. Or I, I say a couple of years, but I mean, it's got it's felt like ten years and <laughs> the pandemic. But it, it's really been a bond that we've established as a family and not gone anywhere. That all of a sudden I was going to leave. You, yeah, know? you broke I, it. Yeah, you broke, I broke the bond. I broke the trust. And, and uh, yeah, I haven't been allowed back home since. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy to know your son won't trust you now. Yeah. So, um, we'll see how this develops. Anyway, it was fun, but I couldn't wait to get home. Honestly, I couldn't wait to get home and and just see the kiddos again and and be back with sure. them. So it was fun. Um, but anyway. But I will give a quick update with my son, who has who has been quite emotional lately and feeling the uh, anxiety of right. going to school yeah. and being separated from parents and everything. And we got, um, we, I mean, we got so many, we got wonderful emails and DMs on Instagram yeah, about the story really I nice shared. The stuff people sent in. It was. It was really nice because pe- people were sharing. For people who don't know, your son is is suffering from some anxiety. Yeah, some lately. suffering some anxiety, and I think it's just compiled with like how it's gone the last year with not being able to go anywhere, wearing masks, people getting sick. He really feels all that. Yeah, and you're, I'm gonna go away, and and he's struggling with us being at home while he's at school, and he's just been like really, um, his anxiety has like physically built itself into him not feeling well before school right. and all these things, and we and we did get a chance to have him chat with somebody. And we're working on that moving forward with him. Um, anxiety definitely runs in my family. And so it's been early signs of mm-hmm. that, of him showing signs of that as a kid. And I think kids show signs of anxiety. They don't want to be away from their parents and things. But it's physically manifested itself in him that he it, like brings himself to the way he's feeling sick to his stomach. And then he worries about that. Well, what if I throw up at school? And like it's kind yeah. of, you know, when you s- suffer from anxiety, it's like it's just like a never ending. Like, I, I, I can't get out of this, you know. And so, anyway, it was just really nice to receive some messages from people that whether they're kids, they noticed it in their kids and dealing with um, anxiety in their children, or we got a couple messages from people that going, hey, I didn't even have anxiety diagnosed in me until I was like 30, you know, even though I felt all those same feelings that I was talking about with my son. And you didn't get diagnosed until you were in your 20s. Yeah, not until like my late 20s, early 30s, really. Yeah. Once you identify it, and then you can figure out how to live with it right. and, and and essentially focus on what needs to be focused on to, to work on it, which we feel blessed in a way that we can recognize some of those um, tendencies in my son who's six and doesn't necessarily mean, oh, he's got it and we'll always have it. I mean, if you have it in your family... It can show its head at 30. You know, I didn't really show too many signs until I was in my late 20s. Or, right. um, but if you have it, you have it. And so it can, the smallest thing can trigger it. And then there you go. But like anyway, you're, like, you're, like your dad leaving. Like uh, your dad leaving for Vegas. Uh, for almost, Vegas. almost unannounced. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. No, they could definitely, <laughs> set a, definitely can set a kid off. For sure. Again, man, it is tight quarters here under this bus. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so anyway, I just wanted to say, like, it, it was really appreciated some of the messages because I think people feeling, you know, kind of the same thing with our parenting stuff we talk about on our social media accounts and through this podcast. It, once you feel seen, whether you're a parent or whatever it is, as soon as somebody says something that makes you feel seen, it's like a weight lifted off your shoulders, I feel like. You know, when somebody just explains what they're going through, feeling like it's a specific thing for them, but you go, I know how that feels. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's such a huge thing. So anyway, shout out to the dummies out there. That yeah, are thank just, you. Uh, thank you for supporting those stories and stuff. Speaking uh, of dummies, did you do anything stupid like leaving your family? Or... Uh, no. Or you had a, oh, you had a great week? No, no, no. Every time. Yeah. It's so you just wore a cape the whole week? There's been a couple of times I've <laughs> told my wife, I think I'm going to go away this weekend. And she's like, very curt and like, sure. Okay. Yeah, you can go. And it's so weird. It's like this weird accent where the tires always are flat um, <laughs> the next morning. It's like, ah, what luck. It's a lie. My wife is delightful. But no, I haven't. Lies. Um, I didn't have a terribly, well, I had something. All right. So there's always something little, right? But, uh, not a banger. You didn't have a banger. (laughs) I posted about this. (laughs) Oh yeah. So I'm so excited about this. Just moving forward. All right. So here's the thing. I posted about this, but now I can paint the picture because it's a podcast and I'm not confined to an algorithms set timeline. Oh, whoa. 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 Me and TikTok under the bus here. (laughs) Refill your coffees. It's time. (laughs) We talk about it. So I don't know why. I don't know why. It's a bad it's a bad business model, but my daughter's school, she goes to public school just down the street, which is so insanely convenient. She yeah. walk there. Because my wife and I we only have one car and I know eventually she will go back to work. And this is a convenience because I can still take the kids to school. Sure. Um actually she can still take the kids to school with me, because uh, it starts before she works. But either way, it's like if I have to do something for the school to volunteer. The car is not important. So they have PTA meetings right after drop-off. I don't know why. Horrible I think, time. I think they just don't want anyone to show up is the idea. They were like, oh, God, someone showed up again? Yeah. Either that or they know the people that are like stay-at-home parents are like, well, they got nothing to do. They'll be here. Well, yeah. <laughs> so luckily, it's before my wife starts work. So she was able to watch our youngest, who's not in school, mm-hmm. and my daughter drop her off. So I go to the PTA meeting. And is this the first one of the year? No, this is the second one. Uh huh. But you thought, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm I went gonna to the. Fr- I went to the first one too. I went to the first. Oh, you did. Okay. I but I still love that. I love that. You know, we we certainly represent ourselves as dads are staying involved. So you gotta stay involved, man. You gotta you get involved. get in the mix. Get so your, get I have no reason not to go. So yeah. <laughs> When I trust me, I, I scoured, scoured for a reason. I tried to break things in my house. I was like, I gotta work on that today. Yeah, I tried to break my finger, as maybe that I would be an excuse. Drilled holes in the wall um, <laughs> from the outside, and <laughs> there's a draft. I can't go. Contractor says, "Why did you do this? It's gonna be a lot of money. You cracked the fund anyway." So, so, I go to the PTA meeting again, like you said. Like you asked me, I've gone before, so yeah. I, I go in there, and it's the same situation. It's the PTA president, the principal, who is a go-getter, which is already a red flag, and <laughs> uh, a bunch of established, mostly grandmas, couple parents, grandma that brought the kids to school because the, the parents, parents work are working. Then, yeah. So sure, I'll volunteer. What am I gonna do? So I go and we sit down and prices rights already over. I was like, all right, I know that I'm going to fill these Halloween bags for the kids because we're going to give every kid in school 
a bag of candy because some kids, maybe their parents are you know, ah. too scared, immunocompromised. Yeah, like so many reasons maybe they don't go trick-or-treating this year. A little year. treat for Hallow's Eve. Very yes. Nice. So I was like, cool, we're going to fill bags. Let's do this. I go there. Like, I can do that. I can put candy in a bag. Dude. I can volunteer to do that. I am grunt work force is what <laughs> I am. And I'm blue collar certified. I mean, just head down. I could I could do at least four bags at once. Five, maybe. But let's do four. <laughs> let's go. So we go and sit down, and now we're talking. And I'm like, all right, this is a bad sign. I didn't sign up for Where's talking. Where's the bags? I thought, Where's <laughs> the bags? So they're chit-chatting. We're catching up on events and this and that. And I think about chiming in, but I was like, that's just going to make this longer. Mm-hmm. So let's just keep going. Yeah. This is this is a 15-minute meeting you know at when, most, and here we are 45 minutes deep. I don't know what's happening. You know when somebody says something and you go, actually, the way to... Achoo! I'm sorry. I just sneezed. I had nothing, yeah. to, I had nothing you, to add. Clearly, something is outlined the process of something. And yeah. you're thinking like, well, that's... Inefficient. Inefficient at best. I think I have a... Uh, what are you doing? Nothing. I was just going to ask if where's exactly. the candy. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, all right, just you're we're getting through it. Let's get to the candies. And then the principal was like, all right, so we have to vote <laughs> on the vice president of the... We have to vote. For, we have to pick a vice president for the PTA and the secretary of the PTA. And I went, oh, no. I immediately got warm. Oh, yeah. Just like this, like, you should volunteer. Why did I but wear a sweatshirt I here? But I 10,000% don't want to volunteer. V- sweatshirt? I felt like I was wearing a pelt. Parka. I was <laughs> so nervous and uncomfortable. And then they kept saying here it I am over about to and be over again. They said, we had to pick, we got to pick, we got to pick. And I was like... <laughs> They said it over and over again. Well, everyone was staring at me. Three times. And then the principal goes, pointed to two women and said, but you two volunteered, right? You volunteered for VP and you volunteered for secretary, right? Am I right in saying that? I'm not trying to put you... You did. Okay, great. Okay, we have to vote on it. I know it's not official. We have to vote. It's how it works. So we all voted, of course, unanimous. And then secretary, unanimous. And I was like, whoo. This yeah. is so again, 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 for a recap, real quick. They said we need to pick VP and secretary before we move on. Then we did it, smashed the gavel, which I thought was a bit much, and then said, mm-hmm. Anybody else? And I was immediately confused. I said, I don't know what that yeah. means. We've already picked anybody the two <laughs> things and we voted on them. So it's not like anybody else want to run. It's too late. The vote's done. Like, too late to run. Anybody else what? <laughs> and the principal makes uh-huh. eye contact with me, <laughs> pops the eyebrows up, points at me, and goes, you? And of course, because I am, uh, one, uh, involved, and two, a coward, I said, yeah, yes, absolutely, yeah, I do. Whatever you need. What? Uh, of course, of course, yes, I want to. And she said, "Great. Um, so, which position would you like to volunteer for?" Which I thought was mean because I feel like I give off the vibes of some college, <laughs> and I feel like what you see is kind of what you get with me. And I'm not. There's no. You don't look at me and go, "Ooh, we got Harvard." Like nobody thinks that we think. Yeah. He's I mean, good. you weren't taking notes, so it's already like, a giveaway there. Yeah, like, could, I'm just lost in the moment of I need to get out of here. I think this guy knows how to efficiently <laughs> pack uh, eight 30 packs of beer on a hand truck, like, <laughs> which is my first job, and I did, and I do. 
This guy must be a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> he can be in charge of the mm-hmm. social hour. So when she said that, I thought it was a bit gaslighting. I don't know. So I just mm-hmm. said... Did it feel like a teacher was calling on you yes. knowing that you weren't paying attention? Kind of, yes. <laughs> I was paying attention, but yes, it did. But still... It felt like I wasn't... I was paying attention even though I didn't know what she was asking me of. Suddenly <laughs> felt like, great, I have no idea. So she said, great, what do you want to run for? Or whatever. What do you want to volunteer for? It does, none of it matters. And I just went... <laughs> this was one of those moments where I went, well, who cares? Doesn't matter. Sure. And I just went... The board of the PTA, which was, <laughs> well, we were already, that's it's already where you were. That was a category we were already in. So I'm not wrong. Yeah, not wrong, but definitely not right. Yeah, but an embarrassing answer at the same but time. I went, the board of the, <laughs> I want the board of the PTA, probably the whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> the, the board. Can I, take, can I be the board? Can I be the board? Uh, <laughs> a plank? Is that still a thing? Or planking? Is that we still doing that? Yeah, because it feels like I'm walking the plank now, actually. Um, and she looked at me. And she. Why made, are you pointing a Why are you pointing a pistol at me? What's happening? Here's the thing. I want to. I like the principal. I think she's really delightful. She's mm-hmm. brand new. Not that it matters for me because I'm brand new to school, but <laughs> she's brand new and she's very smart. But these <laughs> these two moments made me think she's either gaslighting or she's not smart. And she said. <laughs> She goes, I think you'll be great as a fundraising chair. And I went, the fundraising chair. The fundraising chair. Yeah. She could just see it all over your face. Yeah. And I was like, I don't this guy knows how to collect cash. What does that mean? Does it, w- I have to do all of it? Like all of it? Um, or are we all a team? Are these other people? Like, what does that mean? I don't know. What does Fine. the chair look like? Is it uh, all in favor of unanimous vote? Won the whole thing. Like it was a blowout. <laughs> I mean, crushed it. Um, honestly, no campaign strategy. Uh, just kind of applied on the day. Uh, everybody was so intimidated they couldn't even contest it. Write in vote. <laughs> I was a write in vote, and I won. <laughs> even though they didn't even know your name, that guy, no. and they said arrows. Uh, I did say I did say my last name was Leferrier, and the principal wrote it down and didn't ask me questions, which is again a red flag. Like nobody. Flag, every yeah. time I get a call, the best part about having a long and ridiculous last name. Is uh, you know if it's a friend or foe immediately? Sure. Can I speak to Mister Lafari? <laughs> Hang up immediately. Mister Over. Mister Ferry. Why'd you get rid of the law? Kevin L. <laughs> so, all right. I don't want to go too long on this, but I was like, all right, fine. On the fundraising chair, here we go. And then we got to the bags donate, which was like, this is my wheelhouse. Finally, we got so, to the candy bag. Started crushing the bags, and I was killing it. I was doing a great job. I reminded everybody, hey, there's a lot of chocolate over here. There's a lot of gummies over here. Let's make sure we do an even amount. I did okay. a great job. Okay, well, you're the fundraiser, okay? You're not the bag organizer. I thought I was should have ran for that position. Oh, fund. I thought it was fun. Yeah, fun ra- <laughs> fundraiser. I thought it was a fundraiser. So <laughs> I want to make sure the kids have fun bags. <laughs> What's a fund? And we're having fun here now. Like a fund. Are we having fun right now? Like a nonprofit? So the weird thing was that when I went to pick up, I saw the the president of the PTA mm-hmm. and she was like, hello, Mr. Chairman. And I was like, that's not funny. <laughs> uh, unless I get a, like a mug or a desk. Do I have a, de- do uh, I get a name plaque? Tag, uh, like anything. I asked her for a plaque. I did actually ask her. Could I have a sticker to do put on my door or something? And then she gave me heartbreaking news. Uh, she <laughs> said uh, kind of the worst thing 
I wasn't expect. I was thinking I go to the PTA meetings. You guys tell me this, and I gotta call McDonald's and ask if we can do like a let's all go to McDonald's on Thursday and I'll go to the school. Yeah, and the one percent of the donations go to my kids. School. Yeah, exactly. I was hoping that would be it. And yeah. I got to the pickup, and the president of the PTA said, uh, "So the the principal is gonna be in touch. Uh, you guys are gonna be in touch quite a bit, uh, working out fundraising stuff." And I was like, "This sucks." Instantly sweating. I'm back in school. You're. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why I have some college? It's because I quit. I quit school. I said, this is as far as I want to go. Yeah. I Mentally, I'm at capacity here. And so now, I think i got to bow out. Here I am. Now here you are. Trying to figure out how to raise money. Please send your suggestions Stay to dumbdadpod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Let's use this platform. Guys, what are some good fundraising? <laughs> COVID safe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. At the car wash. No. No, not the way I do a car wash. I mean, we're talking <laughs> Daisy Dukes. Uh, Nobody cares about a car wash. How about a car vacuum out? Oh, that'd be nice. Right? Boy, I bet you could rake some cash in that way, specifically just like finding money in people's cars. We'll call it the uh, Cheery Goes, like to get rid of the <laughs> Cheerios. <laughs> See, I'm not good at this. I'm not going to be a good fundraising chair. It's great. I think we were talking about this today. I know we were kind of joking about this after your post and you were telling me the story about this. I mean, I think it's fantastic you volunteer for something even though you didn't even realize you were volunteering or what you were volunteering for. I did say yes. It was under duress, but I did say yes. Yeah. (laughs) Pressure. Pressure packed moment. I am happy to help. I am happy. I know. I mean, and I think that's that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to give you credit for doing that because I think that's important. And we were kind of joking earlier today. It's like, I mean, we should be. We should be involved. And and it's the feeling of like, uh, it's the feeling of like when you go to the um, as as being a stay at home dad, right? It, you're sort of the no pun intended odd man out. You take your kid or your 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 infant or your baby or a little kid to like the story time at the local library. It's like you and thirty moms. I mean, it's just how it is. Right. It's just because of stereotypically how this all goes. You're the dad, and there's a bunch of moms, and it's like, oh, here I am, but. I think there's something to be said about that, and there's some importance in that. Is the guy that's like, I just want to disappear right now because right, it's coast. all these moms, and I and don't coast. You can't coast. I've been constantly thinking of ways in my kids' school. What way can I use my skills to help? Is there? They said there's like a there's like a beautification part of the school where we need help planting or painting or working on art projects, something. And I thought that was I perked up and thought. That's definitely something I can do. It's funny how it happened. That's, I think, the funny part of the story. Is like it's all, it's Here best. you're like, I'm going to be involved. I'm going to go to the PTA meeting. And you come home and he's like, oh, okay, so I have keys to the school now. Yeah. <laughs> An hourly schedule. Like, I thought, what? I thought you were just going to go to the PTA meeting. I'm in charge meeting. of petty cash. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't even know what that means. It's important. It's important. Be involved in your kid's school, even if it's the smallest thing. Even if it's for one event. That's right. My, that's, that was the goal. Yeah, your goal that was, was one the of goal. It, and here now, it's like you're in charge of whether your school your reaches its goal, fails, <laughs> <laughs> and goes bankrupt. Bankrupt or not? It's fine. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's bilingual. Move on. Let's move on. <laughs> we got another uh, dumb. We got a dumb mom moment. I want to read. A I like reading these. We have you a user sub- submission. We got a user submission. You guys can oh. read. You guys can submit. Uh, you can email us dumbdadpod at gmail dot com, or you can just DM us on the Instagrams. So we love or to read these. We don't you can read all. Physically mail us a handwritten letter. The address to our PO box is in our, in our bios and our popular social media pages. If you do that, we will one hundred percent read it. 
That's a guarantee. Guaranteed. If it's a handwritten letter, are you kidding me? Of course I'll read it. Unless it's like, you know, like Like magazine letters letters. together. (laughs) I'm not going to read that. Well, I'll read it. I just won't read it on the podcast. (laughs) Definitely read it with gloves and stuff and like a black light. Anyway, here's a dumb mom submission (laughs) from Andrea from Tennessee. Thank you for the submission. Thank you so much, Andrea. Here we go. Hey, dumb dads, Kevin and Evan. Here is my dumb mom moment. At the eye doctor with my two-year-old this morning and immediately knew she needed a diaper change. We go to the bathroom. I was going to say immediately knew she needed glasses. That'd be amazing. Just Immediately diaper change. Squarely walked into the door frame. (laughs) We're like, we don't need to spend the copay. We're just going to get them. (laughs) Give me the goggles. Let's go. Uh, so she says, immediately knew needed a diaper change, which yeah. is, I know that. When you walk in and go, come, oh, yeah. come on, come on. <laughs> we haven't even been here for five minutes. <laughs> it's the worst. My son doesn't wear diapers anymore. I, I, I put him in diaper for bedtime. Yet last night, filled it twice before we put him in his bed. Well, we usually go get her. Go get another diaper because I filled mm-hmm. this one. Boom, toasted. So she says... We go to the bathroom and immediately discover, I forgot to throw in a new diaper in my bag. Aye, aye, aye. Whoops. Luckily, it was just one single tiny nugget. Mm-hmm. I scrapped it up, tossed a disposable wipe in the toilet, finished up washing and redressed her, and went to her appointment. Put the diaper back on. Yeah. Well, just reapplied the diaper. Sounds like she didn't even take it off. Sounds like she just kind of like pulled out the back and was like, yeah, shake it out the pant leg and move on. Get this acorn out of here and let's keep going. <laughs> Soldier on. My toddler is usually very fussy when changing her diaper, but this time she was just giggling. I felt like a real idiot. Rest assured, from now on, there will be at least two emergency diapers in my mom bag. Mm-hmm. The baby diaper bag for her sister and extra diapers in the car. Love you guys. You make me feel like I am not alone with this crazy struggles of stay-at-home parents. And keep me laughing. We will, Andrea. Thank you for the submission. <clears throat> Thank you, Andrea, for the submission. Uh, been there, done that. Oh yeah. Feel that super hard. Oh, Probably yeah. even feel that super hard in a even more. And I don't want to compare, but a, a more difficult situation when it's like I'm not even anywhere near the decision I need to make whether or not I have an extra diaper. It's like you know when you're buried at the furthest point of the zoo. My and your kid. If, messes up their diaper and oh, you're like, yeah. I don't know what to do now. I think I need you to use home. my shirt or something. You just go home. You, you just go give home. up. You yeah. give home. The, the, the animals will be there tomorrow. My son, this wasn't a dumb dad moment, but my son this week, I don't know if he was fighting something. He never got sick or anything, but uh, I'll just get to it. I've seen your son. He's fighting something. It's called gravity. Oh, he's so bad at it, but he'll get there. <laughs> we went to the playground and he, he wet himself and I was like, uh-huh. oh, man. I didn't bring a change of clothes. What are you, two years old? What's going on? I know. Two year, two and a half, he's still going to the bathroom in his pants. Like, come, <laughs> on, come on, man. So I was like, oh, man, I didn't bring a change of clothes. I'll bring him to the back of the car. Guess what? Mm-hmm. He did them both. He's n- he's r- never done that in public since he's been in underwear. Uh, it almost seemed like a sickness move. Like, he's like, well, one's happening, and they're, okay, they're both happening. Yeah. But luckily, we're just going to submit to it. This dumb dad is also a lazy dad. And he (laughs) 
He uh, packs a small backpack, not the diaper bag, because I don't need a full diaper bag anymore. I pack like a small little backpack, yeah, and I put, uh, I put snacks in there, and I put wipes, and I put a change of clothes in there for him. Okay, it's usually for the zoo. So throughout the zoo trip, yeah, because it's a eats, trek at the yeah. zoo, yeah. So throughout the zoo, he eats all the snacks, mm-hmm. leaving nothing but clothes. So when we get home, I just, uh, I know it's there, but I just don't take the bag and. When we get when that moment happened at the playground, went there. Guess what was waiting for me? Salvation. Salvation. But I will say I do have a little bit of a personal a pro tip because, in my opinion, I'm not giving. This is just my thoughts. Having emergency diapers in the diaper bag personally isn't an emergency diaper because it's just a diaper in the diaper bag. Me personally, where I keep my emergency diapers are either in the back of the seat, like your seat, the driver's seat or the passenger uh-huh. seat, yeah. or in the glove box. Yep. Put one there. Stay, keep up to date on the numbers. Which diaper are they on? But just remember to refill it. It's like keeping where the you key under the rock yes. in your garden, right? You would never have it. The problem is refilling or remembering that you have special locations like that for diapers in emergency situations. And my prime example would be you're in a situation where you use the backup diaper. Uh-huh. Now you're pivoting to your emergency situation. Right. And your child that's in size three diapers, you're like, yeah. oh, I have one in the glove box or my emergency situation sure. area. It's like a it's like a 12-month diaper because you haven't run into that situation until two years later and you do have a diaper in an emergency situation, but it's two sizes too small because you didn't think, oh, you know what I really need to be doing is also cycling those through the current size. It doesn't answer your question because it's just got to be like, just get on top of it. I will say, <laughs> I know. Well, I, I will say I know a, that. a trick I know to refill. <laughs> I will say a trick to refill the emergency diaper I learned actually this is weird. I learned this trick kind of from bartending. Mm-hmm. So it has nothing to do with children. But I remember Whoa, when I bartended it. when I bartended, I sometimes very rarely I would go to the grocery store to like get milk for the kids, like when I had kids. Sure. And bartending. I would go to the grocery store, get milk, and then I would put it in the beer cooler and I had f- forgotten it. So a trick I'd learned is take something that you can't leave the bar without. Like your keys. My keys. So I put my keys in there. So I would say the trick would be if you use the emergency diaper in your glove box, chuck your wallet in there, chuck your phone in there. Like something that when you get home, you're like, where is this thing? And then you spend two and a half hours looking for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But when you find it, you refill the diaper. Uh, I don't know what to do with that, but I do remember listening to a podcast. uh, It's like, here's what you do. You go to the zoo. Before you get out of the car, make sure you throw your keys in the glove box, lock them in the car. And then when AAA gets there and they shatter your window to get your keys out of your car, you're like, oh, I need to replace that diaper. And they say, you have a one-year-old? No, why? We have a 12-month di- diaper in here. Oh. Oh, my one-year-old's by the tigers! <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for that submission. We really appreciate it. Guys, write into us with more submissions. Uh, Dumbdadpod at gmail.com. DM us on Instagram. Or again... Find the address in our bio, handwrite a letter, we will read it. I will say that uh, Brady Lots, B underscore L O T Z on Instagram, has been uh, a follower of ours. We appreciate you. OG. Uh, yeah, That's OG. OG right there. Been writing to us for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
sent us a joke from, I will say it's not his joke. It's from uh, at Dad Says Jokes on Instagram. And I thought, well, why the hell why not? <laughs> Give it to me straight, Doc. Good Lord. <laughs> <sighs> Come on, you're a professional. Okay, I've read it out loud. Why did the dad joke cross the road? Mm. Why did the dad joke cross the road? Tell me why. To get to the other side. Oh. See? I guess it got there. Oh. Yeah, that's rough. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. How do I stop this? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.